Whoa, 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 hey, it's your boy Jack, back with the Scary Spooks and Kooks podcast. Here's uh, my co-host, Emily. Hey, guys. <laughs> we're we're going to have really, really off energies. You did a bunch of uh, cocaine before recording, <laughs> and I smoked a bunch of weed, and we're just going to see what happens. Um, that, that is a joke. Uh, I do, I do not condone the use of cocaine. <laughs> sure. Okay. Let's get ahead of the lawyers. Um, this is, this is the second episode we've recorded. Who knows if it'll be the first one that you hear or not. Well, uh, well, last time, well, we don't know if there was a last time yet, but, uh, we, we talked about childhood fears we we thought today we would go ahead and talk about some anxiety. Yes, because I, I don't know about you, but I consider myself to be a very anxious person uh, in every aspect of life. I, I feel like I was a lot more anxious when I was a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I definitely still, like, get it, get anxious now, but I'm not nearly as, like bad as I was yeah like I I wouldn't even like want to talk to people in school because I was just like they're all gonna think I'm an idiot (laughs) yeah I think I was like up until college I think was when I finally realized maybe everyone isn't thinking about you as much as you think they are and everyone is just wrapped up in themselves all the time so chill out well well, now I know I'm an idiot but (laughs) I'm an idiot and I'm proud Exactly. Idiots and proud. Yeah, well, I say that, but then I also, I've spent the last week uh, having a breakdown over editing the first episode because of having to listen to the sound of my own voice for an hour and a half. So maybe that anxiety is still around because I would... I would open up the project and I would get through about 30 seconds and then just spiral into a pit of self-hatred over having to listen to myself. Yeah, uh, I definitely feel the same way when I look at all the like short films that I've acted in on various people's projects. I'm just like, do I, do I really sound that way? hundred percent. Let me do this. <laughs> I have wiped all of that from my brain and I will like I, every time I have to edit a new demo reel it's just I wince through the whole thing and I'm like I, oh, ugh, everything I've done is garbage but it's I think that this is good because I have another person to make sure that I don't immediately throw out every episode of this podcast because <laughs> that's probably what would end up happening because I think everyone goes through garbage phases where they make garbage and the difference is if you keep trying and keep getting better or if you just give up after your first piece of garbage. Yeah. Or, or maybe you just learn to accept the garbage. Exactly. Know. Live amongst, amongst the trash. I, I feel like it, my number one thing was noticing all the like weird things I do with my voice and I'm noticing them right now. <laughs> like, I, I think like is about half of my vocabulary oh god <laughs> <Which> yeah <laughs> makes me sound like a like a valley girl just oh uh, i was thinking of more like shaggy from, from like Scooby-Doo. like like yeah <laughs> like like <laughs> that and just a painfully long pauses between my words is is that why um scooby-doo haunted you in your dreams Yes. Because you, you saw yourself as Shaggy <laughs> and, and Scoob, he was coming for you, but you, you didn't want that life and that's what scared you. That's what it always comes back to, the lingering fear of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I got through it. Who knows if you'll ever hear it because I my audio was an issue. <laughs> You you yeah. would think that I, I edit video and audio professionally or something with how terrible my audio sounds, but Well well here's the thing, listeners. Uh we're both poor college grads, so we have a very limited setup 
uh, we can do at the moment. You should see the amount of cords I have plugged into my computer, which is partially because I have a Mac, and Macs, I think, are built to be as inconvenient as possible. Oh, yeah. So I have about five additional devices plugged in so that I can have a USB plugged in as well as a microphone and a headset. And also, I lost my AirPods, so I have big, clunky, manual headphones on this time. I thought that I could find them today, because I this ties into anxiety. I, I don't know if you do this too, but I had a spot where I thought they might be, but I delayed looking in that spot for about a week, because I was like, if they're not there, then it's over, and I'm too scared to look. <laughs> but um... I, I looked today, and they were not there, so game over. <laughs> I don't, I, I wouldn't say I I would be so afraid to look somewhere to be disappointed that something's not there. Yeah, I, I, I don't think my brain operates like that. I'll just go to the place and then I'll, I'll find that something isn't there and then I'll be like, oh God, I'm crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> and then I'll just um, be reminded of all the times my mom like, misplaced her car keys growing up as a child and I'll be like oh god I'm becoming my mother <laughs> oh no yeah no I've I've always been like I remember I would get checks as like gifts for Christmas from relatives and I'd be like this isn't real money this is paper and then just <laughs> throw it aside and never see it again all the tens of dollars I missed out on oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I felt so when I graduated high school, I like went to Hawaii for a summer and some relatives gave me a, a check and I, I must've just misplaced it when I got back. Cause like two, three years later, I was cleaning my room and I found a check that I had it cashed for $300 <gasps> and I was like, ah, but it, but it was too, it was, it's been three years. I would have been way too, I, I was way too shy to just ask them, hey, I, I forgot to cash this check um, for $300 that you gave me three years ago. Because they're like, they're, they're the relatives I only see once, like maybe every one or two years. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't feel comfortable enough to be like, hey guys, can I, <laughs> can I have this money you promised me, but I didn't cash in on <laughs> you just financially cripple your family because they're suddenly out three hundred dollars yeah. when they weren't expecting it anyways <laughs> anxiety what else is there to say uh back back to um get, getting anxious by like looking back on like the voice little idiosyncrasies that you do yes um I, I remember in high school, uh, my my friend Carl, he and I were uh, in um, video a video production class, and one of the I, I want to say it was one of the first ones he directed. It, it was a, a one shot film because our our teacher had just seen Birdman, and so <laughs> it was like I'm gonna make all of you do a one shot. Um, <laughs> Uh, which for for those who aren't into film is just uh, one continuous take, no cutting, just one long scene. And the 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 project we ended up doing was about a guy who comes home after his dad passes away, and he's basically being a little shit about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, the sister's just like, get your shit together, bro. Stop being a dick. Um, and so, so the way I portrayed that character uh, was just sighing every uh, <laughs> 10 to 30 seconds. And, and uh, watching it back, I was just like, do I actually sigh this much? Is it, is, or is this just the character? I don't know. <laughs> But it's like, obviously, um, I, I would have wanted to take those out, but because it's a one shot, 
uh-huh. didn't do it, even though theoretically we should have just cut the audio from the sigh. Uh-huh. Um, but for some reason, no one decided to do it because they were like, it's a one shot. We we don't have to do any editing at all whatsoever. <laughs> we don't have to enhance the audio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So were other people commenting on it, or was that just something that you? Um, Carl, Carl commented on it. The root of all your anxiety. Oh yeah, Carl. <laughs> so it's all Carl's fault. <laughs> yeah, I especially in high school, those video projects were just killer. Cause I I took a cinematography course, and we all had to act in each other's projects, and it was just a nightmare every time. Like, there was one where it was a music video for Here Comes the Sun. And so it was, my group was all these girls, and we had to, like, run through a field and be, like, little free hippies. And good God, I am the least graceful person on the planet, especially compared to all these other girls. And I was just so deeply ashamed of every moment of it, when I'm sure that everyone else in that group was thinking the exact same thing about themselves. But but I, I I also feel like getting into film and having to work more with people kind of helped break the anxiety mm-hmm. that I felt with interacting with others. Yeah, you have to get comfortable with looking stupid, even if it's just looking stupid to yourself. L- looking stupid's how you get all the views. <laughs> well, for example, you were responsible for one of my most stupid on-camera appearances your your christmas live show from oh yeah whatever year of college that was i think that was my senior year Um, well that was the greatest show uh, (laughs) ever put on yeah i me with a bright red face from studio lights in a bright red santa suit (laughs) trying my best I will never look back on it, but <laughs> it lives rent-free in my head for the but rest of time. I feel like uh, your, your just anxious personality helped that bit <laughs> so much. Because, like, who, whose idea was it that you would take, like a, like, a pill bottle filled with Tic Tacs and just, like, down some? Oh, down that's right. Some, that, that, that was fully my idea <laughs> with no yeah. n- no forewarning at all i yeah did, did a mock suicide attempt on live tv oh god <laughs> it, it it have you ever watched scrubs yes it reminds me of ted the lawyer uh-huh <laughs> thank <laughs> just you just constantly just a bottle of anxiety and depression <laughs> played for laughs uh-huh that was the energy I was going for unintentionally. No, it's great. That's the great thing about being out of college. No no more public humiliation. Now it's just private humiliation for the rest of my life. What other what other instances of anxiousness do we got? Well, in the last episode we talked about elementary school, preschool age things the most, but we didn't touch on high school at all. Which yeah. I feel like that's just a bottomless well of horror stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, for, for lots of different reasons. <laughs> Maybe more than just anxiety, but you're, you're right, you're right. I didn't really go to high school. I went to high school for one year, uh, and then I, I got out of there quick. I did, uh, they call it Running Start in Washington. It's like yeah. a... a dual credit program where you can go to the community college instead of the high school um, and earn like an associate's degree and a high school diploma at the same time. So I did, it wasn't out of any like academic motivation on my part. It was just, I would rather not be around these people (laughs) for the next two years. Um, So I, I spent most of my high school time trying to act like a cool college kid while looking very clearly 16 years old with races and (laughs) yeah i i wasn't uh, i didn't do running start um i instead decided to be the the ap class kid Mm -hmm. um which is basically like high school teachers teaching a college level class um 
you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> um, which uh, honestly, those classes were way more intense than most of the college classes that uh -huh. I ended up taking. Like, because especially for the English ones, um, it was usually like one essay a week on like whatever topic, and it it never really felt like super in depth essays. It was you have to be able to write an essay within this limited amount of time. <laughs> um, which really, really messed with me, in my opinion. I, I'd rather just, like, focus on the quality than focus on getting it done in time. Uh -huh. But for some reason, I guess colleges value being able to write an essay in an hour, <laughs> um, which I guess is pretty par for the course since most of the people I met in college would wait until the last minute to do their essays. <laughs> They're being realistic. Yeah, but I remember just like uh, I was so I was so fucking sick of it. Like the only time that I was just like I I don't want to go to school today was because I was so done with doing AP class essays and studying and shit that I was just like, yeah, I'm going to tell my parents I'm not feeling well and they'll just let me stay home for the day uh -huh. and I will recuperate. <laughs> that's why, that's why community college was nice. Cause number one, like you, it's, it's a breeze. It's so much easier than high school. Um, but also there's, there's no one to monitor your attendance. <laughs> so I would just show up when I felt like it basically. I was like, I will coast through with C's and get that associates. Because um, I, I don't know how big it was in high school, but in college it was a lot of like presentations, a lot of group work, which yeah. I hated with every fiber of my being. Like I took an anthropology class when I was probably 17. Uh, and the final was to build something using like an old... Uh, technique like an old like native american technique or something like that uh so i got it into my head that i was gonna weave a basket <laughs> which i because we, we were supposed to consult an expert on our chosen thing uh and the basket weaver that i had found failed to show up for our meeting oh no yeah so on on a time deadline i i wrote a fake interview with this basket weaver <laughs> unaware that after we turned in the presentation we would have to write thank you letters to our experts so i just ended up mailing this guy the most passive aggressive thank you letter of all time um which probably confused him very much when he got it oh. yeah because the the professor ended up being the one that mailed them i was really i was fumbling my way through it but anyways so i completely failed on weaving a basket had to get up in front of the class with a handful of twigs and I, I chose to do a presentation on failure and coping with failure. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, I poured my heart out for these people about the, the woes, the ups and downs of basket weaving. And then I got a C minus. <laughs> <laughs> and so ended my anthropology career. Group or presentations just in general uh -huh. are... are what get me like even even when I got to college um I, I want to say it was like an introduction to engineering and safety class that I took as like one of the um because the the school that we went to required you had to take um some various classes in different departments if you're um started out as a freshman to try and get you to branch out if you didn't already know what you wanted to do mm -hmm. but if you already knew what you wanted to do like me they were kind of just not helpful at all mm -hmm. um, but one of the projects we had to do was interview um, one of our relatives who was over 60 and just ask them a bunch of questions about previous technology and where they think like technology now is going. And I remember just, I interviewed my grandpa and I went up 
and I was uh, just kind of trying not to read off uh, everything I wrote down because that's, you know, what they want you to do. But um, at one point, I just like at the end froze. And then I just kind of went up to the professor. I was like, can I be done now? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the only reason I don't feel just even worse about it now is because I'm pretty sure everyone in the class was just half asleep still and yeah. wasn't paying any attention. Um, so, yeah. No, that happens in every class. There's always people who just like kind of have, have a moment of panic and they have to like that that's happened in every class I've had and I don't remember who any of those people were <laughs> so yeah like like you said I think I spend most presentations um disassociating that I'm anywhere else <laughs> well uh as I'm pretty sure you saw by junior year I really upped my presentation <laughs> oh god that's right yeah you you had one where you went up in like full costume <laughs> were like screaming and it was beautiful that you, got, you were the king of C. presentations i got a c on that one did you really uh I... for for those of you who weren't there it was a presentation on um uh indian films um <laughs> using uh, i can't i can't even remember the name of the film but it, it was basically following a family going through um a wedding in india and i the 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 main thing was that all the previous presentations in that class were very lackluster mm -hmm. um kind of just reading off um the uh powerpoint slides um and i i uh, I, I could have gone the easy route. Um, there were multiple times that during the presentation I pointed out, hey, if I, here's what we could talk about, but I don't want to talk about that <laughs> because that's boring. Um, uh, and essentially, I, I, I just went full ham. I wore a tinfoil hat. And, and those funny glasses with the fake mustache and the nose. Um, I threw flowers at the audience. Um, so I, th I think at a certain point, I just stopped caring <laughs> about how I'm perceived. Because if I'm perceived as just another boring presenter, I, I think I just wouldn't be able to... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like you you you're just so bored with everything at a point. You're just like if I don't act like a goofball idiot, then no one's going to. Mm -hmm. No, and that's that's true because you were the only. I don't remember a single thing about any of the other presentations in that class, including my own. But I I do remember yours with your <laughs> your flowers and your mustache. I would have given you an A. <laughs> I mean, I mean, she she wrote a note that was like, I I really enjoyed it. It was very energetic. It was just some of the the content portion just didn't seem quite fleshed out enough. Which which I understand, but I I, I felt very much a need to address. Um, things that weren't as obvious on the surface because I was fairly certain because for some reason in this class two people had to present on the same film um, oh yeah mm -hmm. which kind of like depleted the things you would <laughs> talk about so I was like I'm going to give all the easy stuff to the other person and I'm just going to talk about some of the lesser known things which probably don't have as much content but I found a lot more interesting like how um a lot of the shots in the film, there was just like blatant Coca-Cola signs and how that the Coca-Cola industry was just kind of taking over India. <laughs> um, there, there was a, a moment in this film, which I, I want to say it was like Magnolia or something. It, it like, cause of the flowers they used in the ceremony, but I might be mm -hmm. wrong. Um, 
but there's a moment in the film where this lady goes on the news, um, which is like debating, um, I want to say it was like porno dubs or something because she was like a porno voice actress. Mm-hmm. And then I I dig digging on that and there there's a, a whole thing about like um, uh, child molestation laws that didn't um, come into play in India until like the 2000s or something. Um, which then related to a creepy uncle in the film. <laughs> God damn it, we, we've gone back to film. We said we wouldn't do this. I mean, it's. I feel like it fits for this specifically, because it's more about, because I don't remember anything about that film. I couldn't, I think I skipped it. I skipped a lot of those movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I called you Skippy yeah. through most of college. In hindsight, I when I'm pay- still paying off the debt for all that skipping, it's maybe not the finest idea, but what are you going to do? <laughs> there, was, there was one class I took. Uh, I don't think you were in it. It was history of television. Um, and we had these finals. I don't remember what the prompt was for the presentation, but I was one of the last people to go. And I just felt like everyone else was like kind of blowing it. And I was like, I'm going to go up there and I'm just, I'm going to nail it. I had like peppered little jokes throughout my presentation. I was like, this is going to kill. I, <laughs> I, I got my like report back after I'd done it. And she had just written, you seemed visibly nervous the whole time <laughs> and gave me a B. And I was like, oh, okay. The one time I didn't feel visibly nervous. <laughs> but were, were these jokes that actually killed or did you just think they killed <laughs> i remember some polite chuckles i mean they were they were jokes about 1970s sitcoms so they, um. <laughs> maybe if it had been a crowd of like 60 year old men oh man they would have been rolling <laughs> for for years i had a very uh, severe speech impediment um a stutter that was kind of rooted in anxiety for a long time. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't like, la, 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 it was like, uh, uh, like I would just choke to get words out. Yeah. Um, and so I had just like years of speech therapy and this was more elementary school, like third grade ish, but like without fail, whenever I had to talk to someone important or do something important, it, like my mouth would just freeze up and I would be like, <laughs> and so, <laughs> It led to a lot of situations where I would just end up like staring blankly at people because oh, I didn't no. even want to like choke speak at them. <laughs> and so I think I gained a reputation of being very quiet um, throughout high school uh, and middle school just because of that. And then in college, I kind of was like, okay, you gotta, you gotta get around that a little. Um, and then I just started talking and never stopped and now i say like every other word (laughs) and and now you're trying to do a podcast a profession that requires the most talking (laughs) just constant uh self-humiliation i i get off on it i guess (laughs) (laughs) no i i feel like i was the same way um starting in middle school but Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't Really, because I, I mean, I didn't like the way I sounded, but that it, it was more of like, in my head, I would think that whenever I spoke up or voiced my opinions that people would think I, I, I was just an idiot. <laughs> like I, I, I very clearly remember, uh, I want to say it was in grade school, I was coming home from Kung Fu practice. And uh, at that point, I was pretty, like, I was one of those kids that just like to yell for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, just, like, yelling, making up stupid beats and doing stuff like that. But when, when I came home this one day, it was, like, uh, a bunch of the kids in the neighborhood who I, like, I, I didn't know them. Like, I've seen them around, but I usually just, like, stuck around my house and played by myself 
but they were all sitting on a rock and I was like, oh, ah, cool. I, cause I, I have my Kung Fu uniform on. I have the, the fake spear that I use to practice. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, I, fe- I feel confident. I get uh-huh. to show off my cool looking spear in front of these kids. And as we're like opening the garage door and going inside, one of them just yells out, hey, my friend said you're a retard. <gasps> um, and I think at that moment is when I, I just became acutely aware of other people's opinions uh-huh. <laughs> about me. Because from then on, I, I would be very quiet around Aww. other people. Um, you should have said, excuse me, sir, that is not a politically correct uh, term you are using. Please call me a, a moron or an idiot next time. <laughs> I mean, th- this, this is back in the early 2000s, so political mm. correctness hadn't quite um, gone on yet. And I, I, th- I think I was just so just like dumbfounded in the moment that like it wasn't even the guy saying, hey, you're a retard. It was one of the um, younger kids tattling on the older one saying that he called me a retard. Uh Uh-huh. And my mom was there too. And I feel like she, because she's also a very introverted person, so she didn't quite know how Uh to handle that either. (laughs) Um, I I don't remember if she said anything to them, but I just remember just walking into the house and just being like, uh, oh, you know? yeah. Kids are kids are evil. Kids, kids are the are worst. Just little demons. I had a similar. I this was like freshman year of high school though. I had a similar thing happen where I I was just like sitting at my desk and this guy classmate of mine kind of bumped into me, um, and he was like, "Oh, sorry," and I was like, "Oh, that's fine, whatever." And then as he was walking away, I heard a girl say to him, she's just happy that a guy touched her. (laughs) Yeah. And I had that same moment of like freezing up. Like, did that really just happen? (laughs) Because like, I, I don't think I've ever been like just overtly shitty to someone like that, even as a child, but maybe you just remember yourself being better than other people. (laughs) But yeah, like if that happened today, oh my, I would have. I would have, I would have, oh, I would have given her some words, let me tell you. But, like, I, I just froze. I was like, I, I can't. Okay, I guess I am garbage. Thank you for putting me in my place. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's kind of, it's weird when you're, like, so young, no one's really, like, picked a fight with you, but then all of a sudden someone just, like, says something so shitty you just can't comprehend <laughs> yes. it in your head. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I remember, and the, the the one kid wasn't even, like, the first time someone called me a retard, too. Uh-huh. Um, I remember I went to, like, visit my aunt, and my grandpa was vid- visiting, so we went to the park, and, um, and this park had, like, a playground, so I went to do that, and there was this other kid in there, and he had like a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So we started talking about that. And I, I wasn't really a Yu-Gi-Oh person. Like I'd seen the, the one movie. So I was like, well, well, blue eyes, white dragon is the, is the best one. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what are you? Some kind of retard. And oh. I remember at that point I was just like, Oh, you're, you're that kind of kid. Uh-huh. Um, and I just didn't know what to say at that point. So I just kind of like, found an excuse to go back to my grandpa <laughs> and he was my grandpa was just like oh did did you have fun with your new friend i was just like yeah uh, <laughs> can we go home now <laughs> yeah there's like always kids when you're growing up that you're like oh these kids are, are built different than i am these yeah. kids are, are made for a tougher world than i and i just need to not interact with them <laughs> I need to find my soft indoor kids to be friends with. Definitely. <laughs> there was one other time. This has just turned into a, a trauma exchange between the two of us. 
but that's that's what this is about. Yeah, this is what podcasts should be, just unending amounts of trauma and yeah. streamlines of consciousness. Yes. No, do you want to hear my thoughts on the new A24 film instead? If we can <laughs> divert into that. No, but so I was I was in eighth grade and I was on the basketball team for God knows what reason. <laughs> But um, I was on the B team, so it was like there was the A team, like the kids that would actually win the games and do the school proud, and then there was like the participation team, and that was the one that I made. They they cut two people from everyone who tried out, so I was better than the two people that got cut. Um, nice. But not great. Like I, I would sit on the bench and then go in for my allotted time and then kind of run back and forth, and then we would go to Pizza Hut afterwards, and I would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but after one game, I was in the locker room afterwards getting ready to go. And this girl comes up to me who was on my team and she kind of corners me and she goes, you know, you're the reason why we lose all of our games. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but like, oh, my God. Like if someone said I would I would like I don't know if I'd be able to hold myself back if someone said that to me today. It'd be like, I'm I'm miming a fist right now, a, a thumb out, very incorrect fist. Uh, I don't know, cause so, like a lot of the times you think in your head that uh-huh. if someone said that today, oh, I would I would just kick the shit out of them. <laughs> but like I don't know, I feel like every time when something like that happens, it just catches you so off guard that mm-hmm. you're just like, what? Yes. Um, like one time in high school, I was, um, uh, it, it was time to go to my gym class and because I had my gym uniform that I needed to change into in the locker in there. So I, I went there and like the previous class was like changing out of their gym clothes and someone had like put their sneakers just like right um in front of my locker on the little bench that's like below it Mm -hmm. so i was like oh well i i'm just gonna move these shoes onto the floor get to my locker everything will be fine and i just i placed the shoes and i just put them on the ground i'm not even like i don't toss them on the ground or anything i just carefully pick them up put them on the ground and then as i'm trying to unlock my locker um a guy next to me is just like what the actual fuck? Like, <sighs> why the fuck would you touch my shoes? I'm just like, sorry, I was just trying to get to my locker. He's like, well, why don't you put them the fuck back? And like, I want, I want to say it was senior year, and at that point, I was so burnt out on essays and assignment bullshit. I, I didn't respond for a moment because I was contemplating just trying to clock this guy. <laughs> um but but at, at the at the last minute I was like no it's, it's not worth it and I just like fine I'll, I'll put your shoes back I'm sorry I'm just I'm out of it I've been working a lot guy leave me alone <laughs> when when in all honesty I don't know because I I kind of felt responsible for it because I, I did touch his stuff without permission but at the same time it's it's a pair of shoes like uh-huh. And I didn't toss them or anything. I just put them on the ground. It's not like your shoes haven't been on the ground. (laughs) No, that he for sure just had some anger that he wanted to unload on whoever did something that he didn't like. That was that was like his form of anxiety was just unbridled anger at the world. (laughs) I don't know. I, I think back to it and maybe he was just a guy who like. He didn't have a lot of stuff or maybe like he he had to like share a lot of things and these were like his shoes so when when someone tries to like mess with something that's his he'll he'll get all defensive about it you know like I, mm-hmm. I didn't know the guy I, I maybe saw him around a couple times but had no idea who the fuck he was so <laughs> I, I I think I made the right call to just you know let it let it go I don't know. That could have been a cool story. You're, have, have you ever been in a fight, like a physical altercation? No. <laughs> you had to think about it. 
Well, I mean, I, I've done like kung fu sparring, not Ooh. like really intense. Um, we didn't really have a big like sparring program, um, which is one of the things that with kung fu is kind of like their their um, kind of like missing element, you know, because you don't get a lot of practice doing full-on fights you just kind of practice the movements and stuff mm-hmm. um yeah so i i've somewhat fought with that but nothing too intense you didn't um, have to use those kung fu skills on the street see a, a man taking a purse <laughs> from a little old lady have to intervene <laughs> the i think the only time i actually used kung fu against someone <laughs> was in grade school um two kids were like because it was like because like after school um whatever kids haven't been picked up yet they just kind of get to go around the the playground area and just do do whatever until Mm -hmm. their parents come and the I, i went to like this private school that the playground was um, this kind of fenced off wooden fence area. It was basically like they, they took a really fancy house and turned it into a private school area. Mm-hmm. And so it was basically like a backyard that had uh, a couple like swing, like a swing set and then like a shed uh, in the far corner surrounded by some trees where it was like a lot harder for the supervising teacher to like notice what's happening back there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were back there behind that shed and uh, two of the other kids, for some reason, they they didn't want me to leave yet, even though I, I think the teacher called out that my dad was there. So they were like both pulling on my arms um, uh, and just kind of like holding me back from running to the exit. <laughs> and at one point I was like, if you don't let go, I'm going to fucking fight you. And they Hell were like, yeah. yeah, sure, do it. <laughs> and um, one of the kicks that we practiced in Kung Fu class, basically your leg goes up and then swings to where like if I held my arm straight out, I would uh, kick that area. So using my leg, I swung it all the way around (laughs) and kicked his hand (laughs) off me. And at that point, they both let go and were just like, the fuck, dude? And then I just ran to the exit. (laughs) That's that's like out of a movie. You're like the karate kid. (laughs) Nah, they they were just kind of like dumb grade schoolers. No, that's great. That's a great story. <laughs> like that this derailed into a let's talk about our fights podcast. Oh, <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Fight Club podcast. I've never I... been in the fight though. I don't have a good story like that. Oh. What I know. about a, a passive aggressive fight? <laughs> a non-physical fight? That's more girl style. Just long periods of silence and passive aggressive Snapchat stories. <laughs> I don't know. I I've met a couple girls that they they they're pretty like vicious when it comes to fighting. Yeah, um, I actually I thought of a good one. So I this was eighth grade again. Eighth grade was a rough year. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I had I had moved towns um, at the beginning of eighth grade, which was another like just added traumatic event. Um, but my best friend from my hometown had come to visit me in my new town for a few days, and she was staying with our family. Uh, and she, I had noticed that she was being like kind of weird the whole time that she was there, like kind of quiet and not like as fun as she was when we would hang out before. Um, And I noticed that she was always writing in this diary, but when she would write in it, she would, like, point it away from me. Uh, So one day when she was in the shower, which, like, normally I wouldn't do that. I had good reason. I had good reason to look in that diary. (laughs) 
so when she was in the shower, I, I read her diary and it was just full of like, I'm so sick of being here. Emily is so annoying and her family is weird and I hate it here and the food is bad. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, it was like the shining, just like flipping through the pages and being like, there is, there is a monster in my home right now. I need to get her out. And so I refused to talk to her for the rest of the trip. And I think oh, she, re- no. right? I, I responded with even more passive. It was a battle of passive aggressiveness at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and so she started being nicer because I think she was like, oh, I fucked up. I, I made her mad. But at that point, it was like, and we were like best friends for like 10 years up to that point. Oh, well, no. no. Yeah, a long time. Uh, and then we just never spoke again. And I haven't, and that was. <laughs> Like a a decade ago, and I haven't talked to her since. <laughs> what so if, if what if she listens to this and oh. is like, hey, fuck you? <laughs> oh, I'm still pissed about the diary. <laughs> oh, no, there's no amends. No, she Not she can reach world. out. <laughs> Not in my world. We hold on to things forever. She's actually she's the sister of the the guy that I told. I don't know if you remember. I, I remember because I've been listening to it all week. I told you last time about uh, my friend's brother who told me that I would kill all my Animal Crossing villagers if I completed the museum. And now Uh-oh. he's a, he's a spider expert. That's That was her brother. So they were just a weird family in general. <laughs> I don't think there's anything weird about being a spider expert. I think that is a wonderful thing to put on a resume. No, I know. If if you're a spider expert and you're listening to this right now, fuck off. <laughs> uh, well, Emily doesn't prove I I will. Um, spider experts, you are in fact welcome. Uh, <laughs> no. I will fight Emily on this to my grave. <laughs> this will be our first physical altercation. The, the validity of spider experts. What is there to say? They have eight legs and they creep around. And they cause trouble. I don't know. I think the the people are more the ones that cause trouble. I I don't think it was a cryptid, but it was something unusual. And it was spider-esque. But it was when I lived in Longview, which is like on the border of Washington and Oregon, kind of by Portland. Um, And I was like throwing a basketball around, as you do when you're a child and you're entertained by anything. Uh, And I knocked the basketball behind our like big garbage bins. And I went to get it, and there was this this spider creature back there, and it was like it was like this big. I'm I'm indicating a large circle with my hands, <laughs> <laughs> and because I panicked and I ran away. But in hindsight, I'm like, there there aren't spiders that big, especially in like Oregon, you know. <sighs> I I don't think tarantulas are a thing down there. So what did I see? something paranormal (laughs) (laughs) so spider experts if you can answer that question for me you will begin long view yeah (laughs) no it was it was it it was hairy like a tarantula but it was big like a spider i tarantulas (laughs) are big too maybe it was just someone's pet tarantula that got loose oh well I hope it died. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like when you're a kid, um, scary things seem a lot bigger. Like when yeah. I, because I would visit family in Hawaii, and over there they have um, sugarcane spiders, and the these these guys they they like to run. They run <gasps> super quick, and they're they're pretty massive and. I remember as a kid seeing one and being like, oh, my God, it's like the size of my hand. Uh Um, Oh, I'm looking at a picture. Oh, I I took some pictures and posted them to my Instagram uh, a year ago Uh of one we caught. Yeah, but going back um, a year or two ago and seeing one again, I was like, no, these these are seem more on par with wolf spiders <laughs> <laughs> that are in Washington. Well, you got bigger, so yeah, you get bigger. Spiders stay the same. 
<laughs> moral of life. <laughs> yeah. No, their spiders have always been very scary for me. I don't care if that's an irrational fear. It's it's a real one. <laughs> uh, I feel like we're we're gonna have an episode all about insects and arachnids and creepy I could crawlies. talk for an hour about that. Yeah, let, let's save some stories for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what else do we have to discuss here? Anxiety. There's Anxiety. there's a, this is a limitless pool to pull from. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what are what are some just like things in general that make you anxious? Like the specific situations. Well, I guess now uh, crowds. I I don't like big crowds of people. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have become anxious <laughs> around crowds. Um, there's there's a valid reason to be during these a pandemic. Days. Yeah. <laughs> well. Um, Last year, I was working uh, in Leavenworth, which is like a Christmas-themed tourist town in Washington. Uh, and every December, they have like a big uh, Christmas lights festival where they turn on all the lights. And it looks pretty with the snow and just like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tourists. I, have you ever been to Leavenworth during the Christmas lighting? No. Yeah, I hadn't up until I was working it. It's it's unbelievable. It's like a, a tidal wave of people, and they're all packed into this little small town, all to like watch some lights turn on. And <laughs> I have like n- number one stampedes were like a big thing in my mind. You know, what if there's a loud noise because it's 2020 and shootings are a thing? Oh, so no. like, what if there's a shooting and everyone freaks? So I I was constantly thinking about like, what's my game plan? If there's a shooting at this Christmas festival, like I can get out the back door and I can get to the alleyway fast and then I can run down to my car this way. Um, I feel like I do that and like especially at movie theaters, I'm always keeping like one eye on the exit or if a dude like sits next to me and he's wearing like a coat, I'm like, what, what's under that coat guy? Yeah, I feel like movie theaters are kind of like nerve inducing with the, the whole shooter atmosphere now mm-hmm. um i usually avoid it by seeing either movies nobody else wants to see <laughs> or just like going uh three months after the movie has released yeah like, i mean i guess a shooter could still come in but it's like there's like five people in this theater what what kind of <laughs> what kind of pathetic shooter <laughs> yeah go big or go home no, I yeah, I agree. I wouldn't go to a midnight premiere for a movie. I think I I the only one I went to was for the last Harry Potter movie, and that was a slightly more innocent time. I think. <laughs> yeah. But now we don't have to worry about that because the movie theater is dead. <laughs> yeah. What well, What do you think happened to all those people who are like, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot up a place, but then lockdown happened. <laughs> And they all like, got oh, darn. <laughs> they're all doing very well now. <laughs> That's true. We haven't we haven't had a shooting in a long time. They're how are they occupying their time? It's just <laughs> being angry on 4chan. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna have a big influx of violence once we're all out in the streets again. Probably, yeah. <laughs> There's going to be 12 political assassinations all at once. Um, <laughs> this is going to be the episode that gets us put on a watch list. If oh, God. <laughs> it can all be traced back to scares, spooks, and kooks. <laughs> oh, no. What about you? What makes you anxious besides people? Uh, besides people? <laughs> um, I get anxious just like home alone at night um Mm -hmm. being someone who watches a lot of like true murder type content um but my mind usually goes to the worst possible scenario Mm -hmm. um uh, i will get anxious if like i'm at work and um my girlfriend tina she hasn't like texted me at all Mm -hmm. (laughs) that day uh or like if I'm in a group chat with someone and one of them like doesn't respond um, for like a day or hasn't looked at it for a day, 
my mind immediately goes to the worst possible scenario. Yes, I, I do the same exact thing. If if I don't hear from someone, if or if they don't answer a text, I'm like, well, I guess guess I better start planning the funeral because <laughs> they've obviously been killed in a car accident or had a heart attack. It's which is weird because that's like 20 years ago, people were not in constant communication with each other like they are now. Yeah. But now it's like if I don't hear from you every day, you're as good as dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so things like that usually um, make me anxious. Um, you, usually, when I'm like, like if Tina's gone to visit her parents or something, and I'm at the apartment alone, like all, all the little bumps that buildings usually have, all their little creaks and stuff, I'll be like, "Ooh, something's out there." <laughs> I had one. Um... And it's because I, I lived in Seattle for a few months when I was doing an internship. Uh, and I lived in a very, like, populated part of the city. Uh, and my bedroom had a separate exit to the outside that led to, like, an alleyway. Uh, and there was one night where I kept my window open at night because it was really hot down there. Uh, and I could hear, like, people going through our garbage cans and just, like, casually talking about their day. Uh, which scared me very much. I was like, oh God, there, there's people like right out here every night, just yeah. like a foot away from me. So after that, I always kept the window shut. Uh, but there was one night where I woke up because I, like, I just had a feeling that someone was watching me. And I, I looked up and there was someone standing above me looking at me while I slept. Oh, and no. Yeah, and I was like, oh God, this is it. Like someone broke in from the door to the alleyway. This is how I die. Uh, it turned out to be my roommate sleepwalking. <laughs> oh, oh, that's even scarier. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't, I didn't know this girl super well. She, she ended up being really nice and really sweet. Yeah, Ooh. she had just sleepwalked into my room, and then because she woke up and she started having a panic attack, because she was like, "Where am I? Where am I?" And I was like, "Oh God, you're in my bedroom. Calm down." <laughs> and so, like from that day forward, I'm, I'm very paranoid about sleeping and people being in my room while I'm sleeping like oh, feel yeah. like I got one eye open like a paranoid veteran waiting for them to come get me I, I always shut the door to to the room when I yes. when I go to bed now uh-huh. um, uh, I, I I do get pretty paranoid that someone could break in to the front door lock downstairs and just come up um I'm not sure how well I would react if they opened the door. Uh -huh. um, I don't know. Sometimes I'm a light sleeper. Sometimes I'm not. Um, I do keep a, a somewhat dulled kung fu sword under my bed. Uh, okay, break out those <laughs> um, kung fu skills again. Uh, I, I I do want to get like something else though, because you you never know. Yeah. <laughs> Get a Glock. Be prepared to. Well, you you live in a college town, so I feel like that's not where burglars would want to hang out. They want to go somewhere where there's going to be a bunch of rich middle aged people that they can yeah. burgle. <laughs> You're probably right, but I don't know. There there's something also eerie about a kind of suburban college town. Mm -hmm. so, suburbs are scary. Never forget that. <laughs> That's right. We we've both watched David Lynch films. Uh, what's the show Mind Hunters? Uh huh. Uh, with all the serial killers, um, and the BTK killer. Yeah. Because didn't he like? He went to just like a family, and they just like opened the door for him, and he went in and just murdered them all. Yeah. One day. Right. Like. Yeah, I feel like something like that could happen anywhere, even a, a small little college town. Yeah, well, like now that I think about it, Ted Bundy like definitely killed people in <laughs> the town where you live. So yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah, that's valid. But that was a long time ago, and people don't kill each other now, so you're safe. Everyone stays inside. Uh, I, th I think we still kill each other just in a very more aggressive, quick way. Uh, ha have killers just become like, it it's the same with fast food. They're fast food killers now, more for less. 
<laughs> yeah, where's where's the the flavor? Where's the art? <laughs> I want to see some genuine like mutilation. Oh and... <laughs> god! No, I I joke because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> You're right though. Serial killers aren't, or maybe they just got really good, and we just don't know about them anymore. Well, I guess there are still like a bunch of cases that haven't been solved. Like, um, I want to say there's one at like the desert in New Mexico where they found like a bunch of bodies uh, just in the desert, but they have no idea who were what. They have like no leads. The West Mesa murders? Is that what you're? Yes. Yeah. That, the, that sounds right. The killings of 11 women and a fetus whose remains were buried uh, in 2009. Several suspects have been named, but none were arrested or charged. And a serial killer is believed to be responsible. That's yep, very scary. So they, oh. they, they out there. A lady, a, a lady found all of them. What a horrible thing to find. <laughs> well, or maybe like, she did it. Uh, how many just like people do you think were just like on a jog or a hike and then they come across a dead body? Yeah. It's, it's like a couple years ago when that one girl pa- playing Pokemon Go was just looking for Pokemons <laughs> and then just stumbled across a corpse. There were so many stories like that. It's, <laughs> moral of the story is don't go hiking or jogging. <laughs> there was there was one recently. It was in Seattle. Um, some like teens were geocaching. Uh, and <laughs> some evil, evil man <laughs> logged his dead body that he dumped as a geocache. <laughs> and so uh. these poor kids found it. This, it's, that is the terror of the 21st century. You, you can't catch Pokemon, you can't geocache. <laughs> I mean, I think they still caught the Pokemon. <laughs> they, they paused. They, they probably, um, I mean, they found the geocache. They just had to turn it over to the police. <laughs> Maybe that's why Pokemon Go died. Too but many the, dead bodies. I still play Pokemon Go. I still play it, too. Whoa! But I don't leave the house anymore, so it takes me a month to hatch an egg, and I never catch anything. <laughs> uh, to the viewers, it probably sounds like we're being sponsored by Pokemon Go, but I assure you we're not. <laughs> I applied for a job as a video editor at the Pokemon Corporation last week. So this is this is I, me I trying like to get I my I feel like I always see that job listing for all the, the time. It's weird, and, and I've never heard anything back. But I apply every time because <laughs> I would love to work for Pokemon. <laughs> I feel like it's not like the editing job you think it is, though, because to me it sounded more like translations and. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, maybe editing the text on the Pokemon cards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that's a lot of what I do now is translation for videos, but from like English to Spanish. And I don't speak Spanish, <laughs> and I'm I've been doing okay. Yay, video talk! It always circles back. Oh God, we're never gonna <laughs> escape it. We're trapped. <laughs> Somebody help us. Yeah, we'll have to do a whole episode on video-related trauma. Although we'd spent half of this episode talking about it. So. <laughs> I, I think we got some good uh, personal personal stories. Yeah, this our extended therapy session part two went very well. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think all of these are just going to end up being a therapy session. <laughs> Except maybe next time we can bring in a third party... Yeah. And they can tell us if we're crazy or if they are just <laughs> as crazy as we are. I feel like that's us wrapping it up. Yeah, thanks uh, thanks for everyone who had nothing better to do uh, but listen to our rambling for around an hour or probably less. Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to try to have these up every week. Uh, for however long we feel like we can handle it. So, 
subscribe, I guess. I we cannot stress enough how much we haven't thought this through, but it should oh, be. Yeah, we we don't even know where we're posting these yet. <laughs> That's how far ahead we've thought. Maybe uh, subscriptions will be a thing of the past by the time this gets up, but you can download it into your brain chip. Uh, the one that we're all getting when we get the vaccine in a few months. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, good listen next week when we have more things to talk about. That is a joke. Please get vaccinated. I No, I'm dead serious. Oh, no. <laughs> My co-host is a crazy woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, you can get pumped full of carbon monoxide. Uh, I am good. No, hey, it's... It, it's no worse than anything else we already um, eat or consume with our own body. <laughs> that, yes, that is true. Please uh, wear a mask and uh, take your vaccines. <laughs> Drink your orange juice. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. Except dare. Dare. Yes. <laughs> dare. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.